0: Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy, and thanks again for tuning in. Hi there. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Travers. And I am really glad you're here because this show is dedicated to helping you build a values-driven business your own way. My guest today is Jordan Gill, who is an expert when it comes to VIP days. Jordan and I get into the specifics behind what VIP days are, who should offer them, and how you can design your VIP days to serve your clients as well as expand your business. So this episode is for any coach who loves the intimacy, connection, and productivity that comes with VIP days. But in particular, if you currently only offer one-on-one coaching, I want you to grab a pen and paper because this episode can help you double your offerings and increase your revenue right away. So before we dig in, let me share a little bit about our guest. Jordan Gill is an operations consultant and the founder of System Saved Me. She helps overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And really, Jordan's jam is creating a cohesive operating system for managing your tasks your files, and your inbox. Jordan's been on podcasts like this one, plus What Works and CEO Vibes, sharing her love of replacing monthly retainers with one-on-one virtual intensives. She currently lives in Dallas, Texas with her Cavapoo Vivian and a collection of about a thousand piece jigsaw puzzles laying around the house. If you want to take what you learn further, you can check out a free online class Jordan offers on demand. It'll help you replace your monthly retainers with virtual via VIP VIP days without learning any new marketing strategies. And you can find it at systemssavedme.com slash free training. With that, let's dive into VIP days. Hi, Jordan. Thank you so much for coming on the
1: show. Yes, Dallas. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: We're gonna talk about all things VIP Day and which I think for our listeners is the perfect offering to start thinking about now because a lot of the coaches who tune into the show. Their businesses are relatively newer and therefore they don't have a course or even a scaled program, but a VIP day is something that you can start offering right away. So you're the perfect person to convince everybody <laughs> to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the end of it. Yeah. You'll, I, I feel like a lot of folks will be convinced That's yeah. uh, that tends to be a symptom of what, what happens.
0: <laughs> so before we dig in, I think we should just start at the top. Can you? Yeah. Share with us what a VIP day is. Totally.
1: So what, how I define VIP days is it is a four-figure offering. So none of that, and I don't accept 997 either. It is a four-figure offering. So I mean, starting at $1,000 that lasts around three to eight hours uh, within a 24-hour period. So that is, you know, within the midnight to 1159 range And it helps your client through an actual transformation. And what that entails is, again, however you're helping your clients now, whatever results, whatever breakthroughs, et cetera, that you're helping them with, you're able to look at, okay, what is, I don't know, the biggest win or what is a way that I can move through this in a quicker fashion? That's really what a VIP day is for. And that's what we've seen in... Coaching at VIPA specifically is looking at, okay, my six month program, my 12 month program of one-on-one, you know, I take them through my one, two, three steps and maybe my VIPA is just the first step of the yeah. one, two, three. We can get into, you know, all the different ways that you can build it within your, your current coaching model and, and whatnot, but really it's just, it's a high ticket offer that is within a day that helps your clients through a specific transformation. So this is not a, an ask me anything, pick my brain session. That's something different. It's not bad. It's just different. Yep. And a VIP day really is a specific actual like system method framework.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like the goal at the end of the day is for the client to walk away hitting a specific milestone. Exactly. So for all of you listening, let's pretend you're a health coach And so, you know, there are all of these layers that you coach around. It's about thinking about your progress pathway and what's a significant milestone that sets the client up to feel like they've accomplished something, but also that they have traction moving forward. Did I get that right? 100%. Yep. Yeah. So, a health coach, it, it might be a VIP day all around meal planning.
1: Yeah.
0: Great. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Cool. So... The question I really have is, what do you say to a coach who says, oh, I'm not ready to
1: offer a VIP day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually, yeah, people try to delay having VIP days. I think it's the word VIP that that (laughs) tends to to ring that bell. And I want to let you know that, I mean, my VIP days, quote unquote, are virtual. They're not at a Ritz Carlton with champagne and, you know, butlers and stuff. We're on zoom and, you know, I door dash them lunch and we're just working together like through zoom and, you know, I do send a gift before and there's different ways to, to kind of surprise and delight, but I want to reassure you that the word VIP really stands for a VIP client experience, which looks different to everybody. Like Ritz Carlton's are great. Cool. And if you want to do that, more power to you. And how you can really elevate the experience is through intentionality. And that's really what I teach my clients is give the gift of intentionality, of of letting them know that you've thought through every part of this process and that it is a supportive way to work with you. Because with a VIP day, why clients like VIP days is because they're quick. (laughs) They're like, I want the result today slash tomorrow slash yesterday. (laughs) And how can we make that happen? And if you show up and I'm like, okay, you know, we'll kind of like just sip some champagne and figure it out. That's not necessarily fully grasping the VIP experience. Mm -hmm. What does actually resonate is, okay, here's my, you know, three-step framework, A, B, C. We're going to do A, you know, from 10 to 11. We're going to do B from 11 to 1 and then C at 1 to 3 or whatever. And we're going to go through this process together and we're going to have a really, you know, great lunch in between. Like there's, there's elements around that that can be elevated, but at the same time, it's really, really about intentionality. Right. And so really thinking it through, What that day looks like is going to make your clients feel like it's a VIP experience. A lot of times more than all of the bells and whistles and things like that. So that's usually the first part of VIP that that people stick with. And then usually the second part is the pricing. And depending on, you know, how long you've been a coach, how many clients you've had, et cetera, I'm not like the pricing guru of all the pricing things. However, what I encourage a lot of people to do is again, exactly like you said with the health coach you know, if you're looking at your full transformation and maybe that first milestone is meal planning, you know, looking into does meal planning usually take you one to two months of sessions? And if so, then try offering, say, if your coaching is like a thousand dollars a month or something, try offering a VIP day for $2,000 for a day, because you're taking that two-month, $2,000 transformation and pulling it into one day. And that should be your starting point. Yes. it's <laughs> usually what I like to say. Um, because from there, you can totally align the value with like, actually, if we did it in my other container, it would take this amount of days. But because we're able to do it faster, you're going to pay more. And that's in every industry. I'm not making this up. This is not Jordan's rule of pricing. This is in every industry. You think about Disney World, for example. You can go pay for the regular ride line and it'll take like an hour, two hours to go and ride the five minute Peter Pan ride, or you can buy an extra, I don't know, 50 bucks or something for like the fast pass. And that is a 20 minute wait for the same Peter Pan ride. So the Peter Pan ride is the transformation. You can either wait two hours or you can wait 20 minutes. And the people who want to wait 20 minutes, you will pay more money because you're waiting less time. Yeah. So that's really how I like to showcase and and give an example of how this is happening in the real world. This is happening in a lot of industries that you experience every day. I'm just bringing it to our world of coaching, consulting courses, all of that to where you are able to create an experience that lasts just one day and that should be priced accordingly (laughs) because it's faster.
0: Yeah. You dropped so many gems here. (laughs) I'm going to try to pick them up and reflect back.
1: So.
0: (laughs) The first piece for anyone who feels like I'm not ready, if you offer one-to-one coaching, you're ready. You've ticked all the Probably. boxes in terms of your qualifications to be able to offer a VIP day. Probably. The other thing I love that yeah. you spoke into is VIP and what does that mean? It's interesting cuz Inside my program, we had a little bit of a debate around like, is there another name for VIP day? And we were brainstorming. What Mm can you call it instead? And then one of our members, his name is Brian. He's like, hold on, everyone stop. Think about who this is for. And the person who values intimacy, right? They get you one-on-one. Who values efficiency, right? They get it done mm-hmm. faster. They're also likely the person who values prestige and therefore they want to pay more. Paying more is part of the experience for them. And Boy. they want to be called VIP. That was his point. Yeah. He said, like, you can't call it mm-hmm. anything else because <laughs> it, this is for the segment of your audience, everybody, yes. that values everything that VIP means. Yes. And then I just love, Jordan, how you gave the advice around pricing. Think about the outcome the VIP day will deliver. How yep. much would you charge? How long would that take if you were working every other week in a normal yep. coaching container? container. Mm-hmm. And then wh- how much would that cost? So that's mm-hmm. r- a really tangible way for coaches yep. to to land on a price. Yep. And, and, and I would offer, I offer <laughs> VIP days. And my suggestion for those of you who hear Jordan say it's four figures or, uh, right. It's four yeah. figures or more. Yeah. If what it's going to take, like offer a VIP day for $500, finish that day. And then tell me that it's not worth a thousand dollars. Very true. Right.
1: You will learn very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, I love VIP days, but at the end of the day, I'm done. <laughs> don't talk, Don't even Same. look at
1: me. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Where's my beanbag? Where's my Netflix? Where's my caramel corn? Like I'm done.
0: Yes, (laughs) totally. Okay. So I think we've gotten pretty clear on what VIP days are. Can we talk a little bit more about the structure of a VIP day? You alluded to it a little bit, but I'd love to hear from you and maybe we can compare notes. How do you typically structure your VIP days?
1: Yeah. So I have three structural types that I suggest, but I would say for coaches specifically, two out of the three of them make the most sense and it'll, it'll show why. So the first one is backstage. This one, I would not say makes sense in a coaching container because it is where you are not on the actual call with the person at all during the day. Um, who I've seen this work well for are website developers, because nobody wants to watch you do code, you know, (laughs) just build my website and (laughs) call it a day. Uh, So website developers, sometimes copywriters because they need to go into their, you know, writing sphere. So that's the first way. But again, I wouldn't say that's usually what I suggest for coaching containers. Second way is blended. And that is where you're on the call the entire time together. Um, This totally makes sense for a coaching container. And this is where, again, it's a lot of question asking it's a lot of you know let's set up some journaling exercises potentially throughout the day to see how they're feeling reflection feedback and we've had coaches in our in our program and stuff that uh, we've had a marriage or like marriage communications coach who literally the entire day is with the couple and working through their communication patterns and creating a new plan at the end of the day to go and be great and, and practice better communication as a couple. And so, yeah, blended is is what I generally recommend for coaches. However, the third type is bookend. And it sounds like it looks when you visualize it, where you can either have you know a call at the beginning and the end of the day. And then during the middle is where your clients go off and either are doing some sort of exercise or they have to have a conversation with somebody or they have to go and do something and then they come back, you know, at the end and, and you discuss what, what happened or you can have a call at the beginning of the day and they go off and are good to go and they send you reflections at the end, either through Boxer or whatever the case is. Or you have them go and and do the exercises and then the second half of the day or at the end of the day, you actually reflect and go over their feedback and their experience of what it is that you had them go and do. So... Again, that kind of looks different depending on your your expertise, but I've seen coaches do bookends as well. Generally they do the call at the beginning, call at the end, and there's some sort of activity, conversation, experience that they need to go do out on their own. And that's a really cool way to make it really, it doesn't have to just be like, you know, me and you on zoom, it can really be interactive. It can be, I've seen quite a few coaches that will send really awesome, like gift boxes that Mm -hmm. are kind of like welcoming and are like, don't open until the VIP day. And there's a candle, there's journal paper, there's Mm -hmm. post-its, there's all sorts of stuff there's actually um somebody i know that that sends like a an mp3 that people can listen to and it has certain journal prompts and things like that that happen during the day but it's during their like quiet reflection time there's so many creative ways to set up your vip days that people think generally it's just you get on the call and you talk to them but it can be so much more expansive than that, if you choose to. So I would say backstage, blended, and bookend are the three types, but I would say for coaches specifically, blended and bookend are the way to go.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. So the way I look at VIP days, I'm just going to riff off of what you said, because I'll speak more about the actual structure, but I look at like experiential, linear, and layered. Mm. So we have a member of our program who does equine healing. So just oh, like you're working with horses, perfect, yeah. right? Well, right yeah. Perfect <laughs> VIP day in I person, know, yeah. right? Oh, that's cool. So she could start the day with horse riding, right? And right. and then in the middle might be healing or processing what came up from the equine experience, right? Yeah. And end the day mm-hmm. again back back on the horse. She also yeah. does work with goats, which is amazing too. So you could yeah. end the day <laughs> with some goat yoga. Oh,
1: so awesome. I
0: think that's one type where. The transformation that you offer as a coach is, so anyone who's a a life coach, like a straight life coach, an experiential day, yeah. which I think for you would be the version of blended, right? Yeah. Where we're going to talk, you're going to go and work on your own. We're going to come back and there's a process unfolding here. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then
0: the second one is linear, mm-hmm. where that's the category I think I fall into. I have a seven-step yeah. process. And I can pull step four out of that and we can spend the whole day moving through step four. Cool, And how I typically organize those VIP days is I think about 90-minute sessions. So we begin with a half hour of Mm -hmm. warming up and settling in and intention setting. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a 90-minute pocket where we work on phase one, take a break, 90 minutes for phase two, take lunch, check back in, set up, adjust the agenda where we need to, and then a final 90-minute window. And that structure seems to create a full day that doesn't overwhelm the client, which is a mistake I totally. made early on. Thinking a VIP day was just about piling on as much information instead of really thinking about the experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then for
0: me, layered is a combination of those two. But Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I Thank like you for that. sharing this. Those- yeah, thank you for sharing your categories. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Can we talk about VIP day mistakes? I just mentioned one. And at this point, I Sarah, if you're right. listening, I apologize. This is like my first ever VIP day. Yeah. And I just told her everything I knew, right. basically. <laughs> and yeah. I think in during the day, she felt like, wow, this, this is valuable. This is so much. Right. But she left. Not set up for success at all. Yeah. It was too much information and nothing that was actionable because I just over, mm. overwhelmed her. Yeah. Are there other common mistakes that you see coaches make in the way they structure their VIP days?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that's definitely a big mistake because I think VIP means I just give, you know, the whole farm and not think about the in- intentional pathway. I think that another big mistake that I see people make is. And this has been more recent, so I don't know if this is the way somebody's teaching it or or what, but it's like this, this is what I'm calling it, but like an a la carte VIP day where it's like, okay, I have a VIP day and you can choose one or two of these nine options and I will put them into VIP day and do them for you. The reason that I do not suggest you do that is VIP day folks like to work with experts. So if you are giving them, and a lot of times it's systems people who do this, and I am a systems person. So I know this very intimately to where I can set up a system for generally anything. However, I am an expert in client management systems. That's like my main jam, but what systems people do, or what, again, a lot of different people will do, will say like, I can set up your Dubsado. I can set up your Evergreen webinar. I can create your ClickUp. I can build your Airtable. I can, and like whatever two or three things that you want from this list, I will do in the VIP day. And I think that that just creates more chaos Mm -hmm. than anything, because if you're having to create what the day is going to look like based on these like nine or 12 different options, then you're basically having to recreate. I mean, I don't even know how many combinations that is, but it's a lot of different offers (laughs) technically for one day. So I don't find that that is beneficial for you as the provider of that or as the person looking for it. Because again, VIP is a Certain kind of person. Like, we want the expert. We want the person who can do this, you know, with their eyes closed and upside down. And so, if you can't truly nail what milestone, what result, what transformation we are going to have together, then that actually breeds a lack of confidence because I'm like, are you an expert in this, or is this just something that you could do? Again, VIP day people want people who are an expert who live and breathe the stuff that they that they do, not just things that they can do just because. So that's a definitely a, a mistake that I see, and again, it reflects in they you know are saying no one's buying my VIP day, and that was why. And so I would say that's a mistake. And then another mistake is not asking enough questions before the VIP day. Mm because they're like well i don't want to overwhelm them you know i'm just going to ask like three or four questions which is like not enough (laughs) to really grasp what is happening with this person in order to maximize the amount of time you have with them and again if you really want to make sure that they have success after your vip day you need to know what they're where they're at where they're coming from where you're going to take them and then where they can go afterwards. And that really starts at the very beginning and the questions you ask. And if you feel like you're going to have your VIP day run long, or if your VIP day runs long, a lot of times the issue is you do not ask enough questions upfront because you're having to ask them during the day and it's delaying the action or it's delaying what what actually can can happen on the day. So that's definitely one that I see. I mean, we have yeah. clients who have four to five hour pre-work questionnaires that it takes their clients four to five hours to look at and always 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 have it to where your questionnaire can be saved as a draft. Because again, if it is longer, like your client may have an hour here or they're at the grocery store for 30 minutes or whatever the case is, and you just want to make it easy for them to fill out. And so that's a really big part of it too, which I know Google Forms can't do that. Airtable can't do that. A lot of software can't do that. Dubsado and HoneyBook are great with those things. And those are usually what I suggest uh, for most yeah. people.
0: Yeah. I actually just use a Google document with the questions. In oh, there. that works
1: too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So people Simple. can type in there and it saves it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. So I want to just clarify one thing. When you talked about the mistake of a la carte, I can feel some of our listeners being like, but there's so much that I do, right? (laughs) But, but, but. So here's the distinction I heard, and I want to make sure I heard you correctly. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You weren't saying that I'm not allowed to offer three different VIP days that I have designed with specific promises. Basically, what you're saying is don't make the mistake of letting the client design the VIP day. Correct. Yes. Hundred yes. percent. Got it. Good. So don't worry, yeah. everybody. You can yeah. pick. <laughs> yeah. You can have a you menu have of different days. transformations that are provided yes. in the VIP day. But this, like, yes. pick your choose your own adventure, can be a
1: nightmare. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent. Great yeah. way of explaining it.
0: Hey, I've got a question for you. What's your coaching superpower? If you haven't thought about it, I've got a free quiz that's pretty good at deciphering your magical mojo. Are you great at creating connections? Maybe you're a natural leader who people just trust. Or perhaps it's your strong sense of purpose that you really need to leverage. Let's find out where you are, where you want to be, and how to best get you there with the Coaching Superpower Quiz. It'll take you about 45 seconds to complete, and when you're done, you'll learn the precise steps you need to take, whether you're ready to scale your business, you want to build your list, or you just need to find some paying clients. Plus, you'll get your very own personalized toolkit that caters to your unique superpower because accentuating the positive is always a good idea. So if you're ready to clear away the fog, chart your course, and steer your business in the right direction with as much ease and grace as possible, go take the superpower quiz. You can find it now at sixfigurecoachquiz.com. The other thing I want to underscore, you talked about how asking questions in the beginning is so important. And to keep on track and make sure you deliver, I think it's also important so that the client's expectations are met. If you don't Mm. ask enough questions and really understand what their goals are, you're likely to not, they're going to show up thinking you're going to like design their whole year and their whole business and implement. And that's, that's not realistic, but they've probably never had a VIP day experience before.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. It's about setting expectations and I've and I've actually heard from the client side people coming to me and saying, you know, they didn't really ask me that many questions beforehand and it made me really nervous because it it made me feel like you like won't have everything that you need and how could you possibly understand you know, what I'm going through or what, what's happening with me based off of a few questions. And so then you're having to like catch up when you get on the VIP day with that person, because they're already not feeling so hot about stuff. So definitely adjust your thought process around. I'm asking too many questions. You know, I don't want to overwhelm them again. It breeds clarity and it breeds confidence because it's saying, I know exactly what questions I need to ask. And I want to know your, your circumstances before we get on this VIP day, instead of figuring it out as we go throughout the day. And of course you can ask follow-up questions and things like that on the VIP day, of course, and make sure that you just set yourself up for success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, make sure everyone's expectations are in check. Totally. Yeah, that's really helpful. One way that I, I let's talk about pre-work because you talked about this questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am, a la- I'm lazy. So just yeah. letting everybody know. <laughs> I, I am as well. <laughs> yes. I don't like reading things. I, ju- I just yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. So what works for me instead of sending the client a questionnaire that now I'm going to have to read the answers to will, is yeah. for me about. Three weeks before the VIP day, I schedule a call where we talk through all of the questions. Oh, cool. So that's that's just because then it's done for me. I'm not going to have to read four hours worth of their writing. And I find for the client, it also for them feels efficient and they feel cared for. So we'll typically meet, set intentions. Uh I ask all of the questions I need to. And then we'll have a shared Google Drive folder where I might pop other follow-up questions in or resources for them. So usually after that pre-work call, I walk away knowing what if any prep work I need to do, and they usually Mm -hmm. walk away with an assignment as well. Nice. And so that saved me from having to read people's answers because I don't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, totally. What is your prep work? How do you structure that part of the VIP
1: day Yeah, totally. So I would say mine may be a little different because I'm a systems person, but I use a lot of screenshots to explain what it is that I need from people or if there are certain metrics that I need to understand I tell them how to find them because again, for us, them clicking around on the VIP to, to try to find this stuff. It's like, no, like let's not play right. this game. <laughs> so I love a good screenshot. I love a good loom video to again, help the client because a lot of us have bias around our own expertise, knowledge bias, right? We know everything. We we have it all together. But our client, again, like you said, is either this, maybe the first person they've ever hired to help them in this arena. This may be the first time they've ever been coached. Maybe the first time they've ever like done a VIP day. There's a lot of firsts going on. And so... If there is language that you're using that they are not familiar with, I definitely encourage you to start to familiarize themselves with that. Whether that's through, I've seen it done in like a, a private podcast form, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool, and just sharing again like their world and and the lingo that they can familiarize themselves with. I've seen people again literally just send a lingo glossary and say like, you don't have to like read this right now, but just have it with you like when we're talking. And we can clarify it if need be, but here's just like a sheet for you to reference if I'm saying something that you aren't familiar with. But yeah, my pre-work is very wordy because I have to know all of that stuff. And so, yeah, and it takes usually about three or four hours to complete and whatnot. Like I ask every single tool that they have in their business. And instead of asking like what do you use to schedule your social media? I have, you know, social media scheduler. And then inside the little form area, I have, you know, later Hootsuite so that they can be like, oh, this is what she's talking about. So again, help your clients help you. Like don't leave it super open-ended to where like they're having to think a lot. Like I have a lot of I guess, helper text in my questionnaire, because mm-hmm. I want this to go fast for you too. I'm not trying to make this, you know, grueling and, and whatever else. And actually something that I picked up from a VIP day that I had hired somebody for, which was for website development, which that questionnaire was brutal. And she knew it, but she said, or she had given me a Starbucks gift card and said, this is going to be brutal. I already know And in order to make this like an easier process for you, go get yourself a latte or whatever your favorite beverage is and fill it out. And I was like, you know what? I will go get myself a latte and I will fill this out with a lot more caffeine in me. So, you know, then I started doing that as well because with systems work, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, software. So I think that really thinking through again, like if you're having really, tough conversations are really tough questions to ask. Mm -hmm. Even a small treat of a $10 Starbucks gift card for them to go and get some tea, sit in their favorite reading chair and like fill it out really does go a long way because it shows again, intentionally you already are anticipating their needs before they even start the day. And how like wonderful is that? Isn't that what we all just like (laughs) want in life, right? Yeah
0: right okay so my takeaway around this pre-work conversation is be very thoughtful about the experience you want your client to have Mm -hmm. and then what how can they best prepare for that so Jordan is all about her VIP days are so systems focused that of course Mm -hmm. it makes sense that she has to ask a slew of questions. You have to get so much clear information so that you can really have traction during that VIP day Mm -hmm. where so much my VIP days are usually around designing a course launch. Oh, cool. And so that is where we just use our own creative intelligence. So the information I need in order to be successful is more about your target audience and what you're thinking about your course and what is the outcome and like that other, that kind of stuff. So for me to gather that in a conversation, I actually get more insight than, and then I also don't have to read answers on form. (laughs) So again, (laughs) think about the prep work that sets the client up to have the ultimate VIP day experience. Do not hold back on prep work because you don't want to inconvenience people because all you're doing is delaying the inconvenience. And then that happens on the day
1: itself. Yeah, exactly. So true. Cool.
0: What if any follow up do you do post VIP day? Is there any additional support you offer after? Yeah.
1: So for me, I usually will do thirty days of Slack support because I'm not in my inbox anymore, and it doesn't make sense for my clients to send me anything in there. And so I bring them into like my team Slack, and they're able to send me questions or have me do an extra Loom video if they need it or something like that. And they have it for thirty days and. About 90% of my clients I never hear from mm-hmm. because it's set up and they're ready to go. But it's it helps to actually alleviate during the sales calls the question of, but what if and whatnot, again, especially with systems. But the actual deliverables are pretty well thought out in the sense of like, I'm creating tutorials. I am creating ways for them to either train their team to do things, all of that. And so that's what I do. But I've seen people who do two weeks of Voxer support. I've seen people do a 30-day follow-up call. I've seen folks, again, create tutorial, full-blown like courses of tutorials for their clients. I've seen private podcast feed version of their call together. Again, maybe they separately create like a private podcast of affirmations or mm-hmm. things that they can listen to on a daily basis to help keep them in the movement and in the flow. And you can also anticipate if you know your clients generally two weeks from a VIP day start to have a break, like meltdown, you can intentionally yeah. put a podcast episode two weeks from the VIP day and have it be dripped. That is like, Hey, these may be some of the feelings that are coming up for you today. Here's how we can overcome them. Here's how I'm going to encourage you to move through it, et cetera, et cetera, which creates a really awesome way to extend your VIP day experience without it having to be you stating what needs to happen at that, at that very moment.
0: Yeah. So what I'm really hearing Jordan is it's all about intentionality. Amen. Right. So <laughs> rather than slapping together a, okay, I'm going to do free Voxer support for a month yeah. because that's what people do. If that is not in service to the client, it's just not the right idea.
1: Agree. Okay. Um, so
0: just really thinking about the best form of follow-up support to help the client accomplish their goals and mm-hmm. <laughs> to set you up to not, to suddenly yeah. not find yourself in a on-call private coaching. Here we go. I guess I'm just working for <laughs> free for you.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly.
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Before I let you go, I just want to know a couple of your favorite tips for selling. VIP days. Oh, yes.
1: Good old sales. So I do not have an MBA. I did not study sales. I have no like formal sales experience in any way, shape, or form before I became a business owner. And so I have had an experience the like, I hate sales. I'm not good at sales. I never will be good at sales. It feels gross. It feels sleazy. I've had all those feelings And now, like I love sales, (laughs) which is like so (laughs) fascinating because looking back at where I was, I was like, no. But I love sales because I know that I get to help people and serve people. And if they don't see it as the right fit, that's okay. Like I'll find somebody else. And you know, I hope that they're well and served in their endeavors. And there's enough people for me to help. (laughs) And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is, oh my gosh, I only have two sales calls this month. And so both sales calls have to go well. And then all the, you know, kind of desperation and you're you're kind of grasping at people versus Mm -hmm. showing up in more of an open hand. I think of it as like closed fist, open hand. Like if you're having to like close fist around the sales call, Open up your hands, take out the tension and say, Hey, I'm here to help you. How can I do that? Right. When you think of people who are very service oriented, I feel like generally their hands are always like open, kind of in this V. And that's how I visualize sales. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage a lot of people when it comes to selling that think of it as service, which a lot of people, you know, share and have that reframe around and also recognize that. There are plenty of people to help in whatever arena it is. Okay, there's however many billions of people in the world that you could help, um, but uh, you know I, I don't think we're we're all trying to serve the billions at this point. And so even if you have a low sales call month, well, like then just go out and start talking. Like I think that for me, I had a rule around. And again, I'm a numbers data person, so I knew if I talked to about 20 to 22 people in my DMs or in email messages or whatever the case is, that I would probably talk on the phone to eight to 10 people, and I would nail four to five VIP days and like sell them. So then my goal became talk to 20 to 22 people every single month. Yeah. That's all you have to do, Jordan, and it's not anybody. <laughs> Any right. 20 to 22 people is again what you talked about with target audience, like. I know who my people are i know like i work with seasonal business owners so that's wedding prof- professionals tax professionals hail damage consultants those sorts of folks and so i know when their seasons are on and off and so whatever month it is i know generally who i'm targeting i'm not targeting wedding planners in the summer i'm not targeting tax professionals in march like so i can kind of create that cadence to where mm-hmm. i'm able to connect with the right people at the right time and bring those clients in every single month. And to have only 20 to 22 conversations every single month felt really easy and chill to me. I'm not like a talk to millions kind of person. I'm a very, very one-on-one. And so I would also encourage you, you may not know that number for you right now. However, I encourage you to inquire and start paying attention to those numbers of how many people am I talking to and what result do I get from that? Yeah. And again, you can kind of play around with you know how to get the numbers better and better, but I just encourage you to start paying attention to the numbers in general
0: yeah yeah that's really great advice. I just want to add one other thing for our listeners, yeah, around the sales call piece with offering the VIP day.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: again, this is for those of you who right now, what you offer is one on one coaching in particular. Mm-hmm. I love, in a sales call, giving people a chocolate or vanilla option instead of a yes or no option. It really transforms the energy of the call. It's just instead of, are you in or are you out? It really is, how can I best help you? That distinction. Okay. I love that. So a VIP day can now become your chocolate. Right. So vanilla is, I help women transform their relationship with food. We'll stick with the health coach theme here, right? (laughs) There are two ways we can do that. One would be to work together on a monthly basis. We'll meet twice twice a month, blah, blah, blah right? Yep. The other would be to get started with a VIP day. And here's what that looks like. Which one feels better for you? Yep. So I love just plopping a VIP day right in to one of your offers in a sales conversation. I've seen how it impacts the conversion rate because it's like I said, it shifts the energy of the call.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I agree. I had, I do VIPAs and VIP weekends. And so it depended on a few things, whether they needed the shorter container or the longer container. <laughs> it's the VIP weekend. The longer, but the 48 hours
0: um, is the longer container.
1: <laughs> exactly. But I agree. I think that's a great way to go into a sales call is giving those options and having people contemplate which one versus again, the yes or no. That was yeah. Cool. Great.
0: So before we say goodbye, thank you. This has been so valuable and I feel like really actionable for our listeners. Is there anything else that you want to share around VIP days that we haven't talked about yet?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing I want people to to recognize is that VIP days really are a win-win for both you and your clients. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to you know offers, I think that people feel as if one side has to give, whether that is, oh, I should, like you kind of mentioned, I should create Voxer support in between our calls because Mm -hmm. I don't want the client to feel disconnected or like I'm not reachable or things like that. And we kind of do that. We sneak things in because we think that we have to justify or adjust to the client feeling like this is a win, but that's not a win for us. And if it is a win for you, great. Right? Right. But a lot of people will stuff things like that into their offers because they're trying to make it such a win for their clients that they're willing to sacrifice the win for themselves. Mm. And what I love about VIP days is the natural boundaries in which the container is, like it's a day, like the end, like that is, (laughs) that is is setting. Um,
0: It's time to say goodbye.
1: (laughs) Right. Right, Exactly. It's just (laughs) natural. And it's a win-win because it empowers your client to be clear in what their needs are. It -hmm. empowers you as the provider to be clear in what your services expectations are as well. And it's just a really beautiful way to create a really quick, impactful win. And so I really encourage you if you know, you have the fears about the VIP or the pricing or any of these things. Like, I really encourage you to recognize that the length in which you work with somebody isn't what brings the transformation. Yeah. You know, it is truly, again, what I've said millions of times on this podcast is the intentionality in which you come to the offer with. So, that's something that I definitely want to leave your listeners with is that VIP days really, really are a win win. No one is missing out because it's only a day. Right. No one is, is feeling like they're you're being left on the side of the street or anything like that. It really is like a beautiful experience for both of you.
0: Yeah. Perfectly said, perfectly said. And actually for the client, it's a, the fact that it is a day is the reason they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Jordan, I love VIP days. So this was such a fun conversation (laughs) for me. And I really think that we've accomplished our goal of convincing all of our (laughs) listeners to try this on. So thank you so much for bringing your wisdom and your expertise to the call. This was really fun to have you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Dallas. Of course. All right, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way, you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So, go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.